My husband watches what I not so fondly call the Yelly Guys shows. You know the ones on ESPN that feature guys and gals pontificating about sports. And when certain personalities are involved, I hear lots of shouting by voices that sound like they are well on their way to developing vocal notes. The yelling is usually about who is the goat, the greatest of all time. And it's always the big names, the ones that even I have heard of. I propose a different kind of sports show, one that celebrates, or at least notices, the decidedly not goat-like athletes. Now, this is not one of those, what about the little guy or gal diatribes? Well, maybe it is. However, it is not a call for sympathy or charity. I just think it would be more interesting to hear about the people we don't hear about. Think about it. Wouldn't you love to watch a show called The Lowdown on the Low Rounds? Each episode would include a human interest story on an athlete who just barely made the team. You know nothing about these people. Where did they go to school? What is their backup plan for when they retreat into the woodwork in a few years? Are they planning to be personal trainers, psychologists, novelists? How about a show called The Meh in the Middle? The focus would be on ordinary players who, because they did not completely mess up, made it possible for the team to not lose. Maybe you'd get to see almost bloopers, moments when these athletes almost drop the ball, but don't. Perhaps you'd like to watch Run-of-the-Mill Rookies, a program about new players who are just okay. They just fill out the ranks. Someone has to. These are the people who do their jobs day in and day out, and they get no promotions, no awards. They are simply not that good. It takes energy and commitment for someone who is not good at all to show up and play. They get no press. No kid at the playground wears their jerseys. But over time, they get less bad. I myself am a barely serviceable athlete, not in pro sports, of course, but in my adult recreational league. I've had years of training. Throughout my childhood, I was picked last when our PE teachers appointed captains to select teams in front of everyone. That was the 70s and 80s, long before our current empathetic sensibilities. For many years, I cried at home in the mornings on the days I had PE class. I avoided sports whenever I could. No playground games of tag or little league for me, just miserable PE class. But in my first year of graduate school, my roommate, who was also picked last throughout her life, convinced me to join a recreational floor hockey league. If you don't know, floor hockey is basically street hockey with a ball instead of a puck. Some people call it deck hockey. And the rest is history. I have been playing not very well in the league for decades. I wish I had known that it is possible to like something, even though I'm not good at it. Why don't we teach that? The messages that I used to get from my dad were mixed. I should play sports because sports are good for us. But people who play 
and are not good are not worth paying attention to. Or if we do notice them, we need to look down our noses at them. So do you play even though you're bad? Celebrating when you don't mess up and hoping you will get better? Or do you do what I did for many years? Avoid playing completely. Several years ago, when my dad was in town, I invited him to come watch my floor hockey game. At the end of the game, when I mentioned how bummed I was that our team had been eliminated from the playoffs, he told me that I needed to be aggressive. He did not say, well, you worked hard and had fun. He did not say that he had fun watching the game. He said that I needed to be more aggressive. It was the comment I had always gotten, and not just from him. And it was true. I do need to be more aggressive. It's the reason that I am such a terrible athlete. What so many people don't realize is how not helpful the advice be aggressive is. If I knew how to be aggressive, wouldn't I have transformed myself into a badass by now? So telling me to be aggressive is futile. There's no be aggressive button that I can press. And as much as I love the cheer, B-E-A-G-G-R-E-S-S-I-V-E, -E -S -S it does not do anything for me. I am curious about whether a person can be taught to be aggressive. In fact, a few years ago, I looked into the possibility of seeing a sports psychologist. It turned out to be too expensive to pursue. After all, I'm just a low round amateur. I have no prospects and no endorsement deals. I really did not expect my dad to say anything about the game or my playing that day. There was no need. We lost. I knew I was the worst player on the team. We all knew. I think his comment about my having to be aggressive was an expression of the frustration that we all feel when it comes to me as an athlete. It is the thought that passes through everyone's minds. I just wish she were better. I share the frustration, but I keep playing because somehow it's still so much fun. It's the camaraderie of the team. It's the satisfaction of beating a better player to the ball once in a blue moon. And it's the pleasant surprise of scoring the occasional goal. My dad may never be able to enjoy watching me play. You would think he'd be pleased that a girl who used to cry about mandatory PE class has become a woman who voluntarily plays on a team. You would think that watching me have fun would make him have fun. But I get it. It's just too hard to watch me be bad. Teaching him how to enjoy watching me play sports would be like teaching me how to be aggressive. Although, if someone wants to try and turn it into an ESPN reality show, I'm game. <laughs>